0: well hey there everybody had a buzzer This is Macy. This is Nicole. And you're listening to Boss Killers, a proud podcast of the PodMoth Media Network. There you go. (laughs) did it!
1: (laughs) She got it, ladies and germs. I can't say it too fast. Third time's the charm. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta practice. Gotta practice. I almost forgot to start my timer. Oh. We need that timer.
0: People are probably like,
1: what the fuck are they talking about?
0: No, that we've mentioned the timer. Have we mentioned because the timer? we we save every fifteen minutes because
1: we've lost shit before. Oh, I forgot. I spent the last hour of work watching the 2020 episode on the Turpins. Oh, the girls like that, like House of Horrors that happened. They had like thirteen kids that were all like chained up and malnourished. Oh, I remember and, like, that. <laughs> I don't ask me how i like i think i came across like a TikTok, and somebody had posted a clip from it and i was like what on oh. god's green earth is yeah, this yeah. i've never heard of it so i googled it and somebody had put up the entire 2020 special on youtube and i was like well no, how I'm, i know how i'm spending the last hour i'm gonna listen to this shit <laughs> <laughs> let's go I'm on <laughs> i was sitting there listening to it and i was like this is terrible oh my god yeah i remember that it's absolutely happened. horrible um The 2020 special is actually new. They uploaded it only three days ago to ABC News. Oh, I yes. Yes. They've been Um, talking about it. Yeah. They Uh did like a couple interviews and stuff. It's it's if you guys have not heard of that, you should look into it. It's it's very sad, but also like
0: she like didn't even know what happy because she saved her sisters and her brothers. Yeah. Like she didn't even know. I, I saw a clip from it and she like she didn't even know to walk on the sidewalk.
1: Yeah. She talked about the fact that she had, like, never really used a phone before and hadn't, like, like didn't understand really how the phone worked and, like, had never interacted with people outside of her family and had to, like, try and call 911 and then try to explain to the officer. And they, like, if you watch the 2020 special, they show the footage.
0: Yeah, they have, like, audio of it.
1: And they have the whole thing. They play the 911 clip up until the point where um the officer arrives and then you see the body cam footage of him talking to her and you can just hear the fact that she is so uneducated they've never given her proper education the way she speaks like the words that she uses like it's it's just sad like yeah and the fact that she was brave enough to like just sneak out knowing that her parents if they found out were gonna harm her and her siblings and it was just like she literally saved her whole family
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's
1: the reason that they are all that alive. they're all
0: alive yeah
1: and it's it's an incredible it's an incredible story maybe one day we'll cover it um but for right now guys go check that go out. watch 2020 i like sorry i had to like tangent that because i opened up my internet to go back to the page about our wine and <laughs> i was open on my google search because i was like what is this <laughs> oh my gosh
0: you're funny Life. <laughs> guys so hello we are back for part,
1: duh, duh, of H.H. Holmes. I hate that. I really hope I'm, mm, I'm going to, I want to say I'm going to make you cut that out, but I also kind of want to leave it because people are going to be like, that was stupid. <laughs> We're relatable. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. now I've made it awkward. Hey, everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but here we are for um, your Thanksgiving episode, part, Whoa. part, duh, Thank of H.H. Holmes um where we get into the moita the but we're gonna talk about wine first yes we are because guys we have wine i'm not sickly
1: this time. <laughs> See, macy's not sick it's not a mixer and mini where we're just drinking crap wine <laughs> it is <laughs> true wine time and honestly it's a little bit belated <laughs> yeah yeah so we are drinking it is villa yolanda's happy halloween
0: yeah and
1: this is a champagne guys um and if if you have seen this i'm you probably bought it because the bottle's amazing uh it. it is a clear bottle and all around it up top it says like happy halloween trick or treat and boo the oh my god the light keeps going on and off <laughs> like while I'm talking about this it's freaky <laughs> um and then it has like little pictures of like jack o' lanterns and bats and skulls and like spiderwebs all over it it is an awesome awesome bottle and I am we had to, to pick it up oh yeah well it's funny because you picked it up <laughs> and then I went over to my boyfriend's mother's house um. One day, it was the day before our Halloween party actually, mm-hmm. and she was like, I forgot to give this to you. I got you a little Halloween gift. And she hands me like a wrapped up bottle of alcohol, and I opened it and it was the same bottle. And I was like, This is amazing. <laughs> um, we did try it once, but we had it in mimosas, so yeah, I we actually, never had it plain. I don't know, what it actually tastes. I'm really excited. Oh, I didn't tell them what it tastes like. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, so it says a tad lighter and less effervescent than champagne, Villa Yolanda charms everyone f- who raises a glass with its delicate fizz and gossamer puffs of pink grapefruit and white peach.
0: Nice. Yes. Yum, let's try it. There's a lot of big words in that. Oop, I just smacked that.
1: <laughs> Smack it Smack it. I don't know. Give Do me some more <laughs> <laughs> what, Middle School throwback. No, no. no, no. no, no, no.
0: Bubbly, mmm, we like that. I like it. That's good. It's good. Yummy. It's bubbly. It is bubbly. I
1: like it. Yeah, I like that.
0: It's definitely lighter than champagne. Like I get, I get that.
1: Yeah, which is kind of nice when you're drinking it straight.
0: It's like sparkling more like wine, yeah, than champagne, but like really, mm-hmm. really sparkly wine. I like
1: that. I like, I like
0: that. it. I get the citrusy stuff.
1: What would you give mouth
0: Hmm. I like it. I give it a five.
1: I think I have to agree.
0: Yeah. yeah. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah, Yolanda. You got ten out of ten. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, okay, I opened the description to try and read about what this was before we started recording, and Yolanda is spelled with a J, guys, and my ass was like, Macy, how the heck do I pronounce this? And I was sitting there like, Yolanda, <laughs> because I suck.
0: <laughs> my no. sister
1: got all of the language skills in this, in this family, okay?
0: Well, I didn't know either, so, and I, I have language
1: experience, proud of you. I almost failed Spanish in middle school. (laughs) I failed Latin. But Latin's a dead language anyway. Yeah. And then I didn't do too well in French. I, like, went from Spanish in middle school to French in high school. And then I only needed two years of language in high school. So I Mm -mm. took two years of French. Barely passed that got to college, and they were like, you have to take a semester of a language. And I was like, I'm going to take my home language of Italian. Yeah, that was even worse. And I don't know why I thought I was going to be good at that, because it's close to Spanish, and I was not good at Spanish either. Mm-hmm. So, thankfully, the professor liked me, though. So
0: I, because I, I was a voice performance that. major, I had to take two semesters of um, French, two semesters of Italian. And the only reason I didn't have to take German was because I was a performance major and the teacher only taught class after 5 p.m. And I had rehearsal every night. Like, that was the only reason why I did not have to take two semesters of German. Otherwise, it would have been required.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. They were like, oh, well, this kind of conflicts with your actual
1: major. So you don't have to. Do that. I guess not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, because mm, he taught, he taught at another school, too. So he could oh. only teach at certain times. And so he would come in at night to there teach German. There was like German. no
1: exception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he,
0: could, like that he was the only one they had. Yeah.
1: Ooh. And I was
0: like, oh, well. Okay. <laughs> Even though I wanted to take German the most. Because that one's the angry one. That is the angry language. You, you sound like so mad all the time. You say I love you. It's ich liebe dich. But you can like just
1: yell. You're like, ich liebe dich.
0: <laughs> and you, nobody knows that you're saying I love you. They're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you like okay? Are you having a seizure? <laughs> He's looking and be like,
1: oh, I love you too." <laughs> Aw,
0: <laughs> Tyler has um inside of his wedding band. Mm-hmm. He has "I love you" in all of the romance languages, so French, German, and Italian. Oh, that's it's cool. It's like uh, engraved in it.
1: That's so cool. I didn't know that. You're so cute. I love that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only one it doesn't
0: say it is in English, which was in his original ring. And then the lady that sold that to me was a liar. She was evil. She was like, oh, that. it's a sterling silver. I was like, perfect. It was silver plated and turned his finger black. Bitch.
1: <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> you
0: What the fuck? <laughs> Why would you lie to me? But yeah, you. basically I got it sized and then that ruined it. Yeah. And um, I had to buy him a new ring. And so I bought oh. him a stainless steel one. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Now it's all fucked up. I love my stainless
1: steel rings. Most he, of mine are stainless steel.
0: Yeah, he never takes it off even when he's, like, rock climbing and shit.
1: Oh, God. <laughs>
0: I'm like, um, shouldn't you wear your silicone ring that I also bought you for that? And he's like, no, it's fine. Get it tattooed. I'm like, one day that's going to just break and <laughs> you're going to be upset. And I'm not buying you another one because it cost me a lot of money on Etsy. <laughs> so, anyway. <sighs> Do we have any business? I don't think so. Next
1: month we're announcing
0: soon next week
1: next week um oh my god guys it's almost christmas
0: i know and we we are going to take some time off for christmas guys just forewarning um patreons you might be getting some special exclusive content that is only for you a little christmas present a little christmas (laughs) present from (laughs) us to you um so if you would like that content go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon, anyway. But I think that's it. Yeah, that's that's that, and we'll get into this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, I'm so ready on. to be. D- I'm so ready to be done with this guy.
1: Bring on Part Two because
0: he's such eight, 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 an <laughs> ass. Uh, he's just such an <laughs> ass.
1: <laughs> Buzzkillers, killers. The true crime podcast where where <laughs> we call stealers, serial killers assholes.
0: He like he literally is. Um. <laughs> so I just wanted to like put this into a little bit of perspective. Um. Right at the beginning. So um. Holmes and and I guess I'll kind of go through a little bit of what we talked about last episode. Mm. If you want more in in detail, obviously go listen to first. The first part of this. Mm -hmm. Um, H.H. Holmes. Pretty smart kid. Was bullied. Ended up. You know. Being bullied into finding. His. Calling. (laughs) Yeah. Of medicine, but ended up being, like, a fucking weirdo.
1: Um, (laughs) His, like, calling, but also not his calling. his calling. Because he, like, created an elixir of water.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his botched career of trying to be (laughs) some sort of medical professional, um, which just never works out for him. And uh, he gets married at a very young age, goes to uh, medical school at University of Michigan, ends up treating that wife very badly, and, like she leaves him and he never actually divorces her so that's cool Mm -hmm. um he travels around for a while before ending up in Chicago where he gets a job as a um pharmacist at a drugstore I don't know if it's like technically a pharmacist but that's I I don't know know if that's what they called it back then you know what I mean yeah um and then ends up marrying another woman (laughs) even though he's still technically legally married to the other woman (laughs) and uh Becomes H.H. H. Holmes. Builds the murder castle. We talked about that. The World's Fair is at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people go missing during the World's Fair. A lot of this is attributed to him. Even though I think that's a crock of shit. And we'll talk about that at the end. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically that's what's happened so far. He built. His, hes Well, I talked about the murder castle and what was supposedly found in there, Mm -hmm. but we're going to talk about that more in depth in this episode and why, again, I think that that is a crock of shit.
1: (laughs) Um, Bring it on.
0: But uh, we were kind of talking about, at the very end, how a lot of people think that Holmes was actually Jack the Ripper. Again, I think that that is bullshit. Um, But this does happen around the same time. Um, If any, you know, dates are... Are good. So let me find this one date that would. um, In 1885, he moves to Chicago. By 1887, he's 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 marrying his wife. um, And by by then, he's also building the castle, quote unquote. Um, So around this same time, in 1888, is when Jack the Ripper stuff starts. Okay. So it's all kind of happening. Around the same time, although this comes to an end more towards the beginning of the 1900s. Gotcha. And we'll talk about that. So uh, hold on for a bumpy ride, friends. (laughs) So there were a few names that I told you in the first episode to remember. Um, One of them was Julia Connor.
1: I knew I knew the name Connor. I was like sitting here. I was like, what did she tell me to remember? Fuck, 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 fuck. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Um...
0: By 1889, mm-hmm. before the third floor of his murder castle is built, yes, he hires a uh, couple. Um, and this this is the Connor fami- family. Family. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Asilius, uh, Connor. They call him Ned. So then I'm gonna call him Ned throughout this. Ned. Julia, his <laughs> wife, and their two-year-old daughter Pearl. Okay. Um, he hired Ned to be the jeweler of the jewelry store that was in the building. Cause like I said, the first floor was all businesses. Second floor was long-term housing. Yeah, third yeah, floor yeah. was supposed to be the hotel and his offices and some stuff. And uh, apparently the second floor was, you know, rigged with all sorts of death booby traps. If you believe the hype. So, um, <laughs> <clears throat> he gave, like I said, Ned a job at the jewelry store. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave them a room on the second floor of the castle to live in. Yep. Um, and very quickly, Holmes becomes very intrigued by Julia. She didn't originally have a job at the the castle, but he ends up hiring her as a cashier at the drugstore. Um. And he also heard Ned and Julia fighting on several occasions. And once he realized that she was not happy in that marriage he um
1: Swooped pursued
0: in. her romantically <laughs> and they ended up having an affair that lasted until
1: 1880
0: 1891 slid into her dms yeah slid
1: right into those dms <laughs> back in the 1880s he was
0: like i'm gonna yeet you right out of here ned <laughs> um <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> He also made her and like an unknowing partner in several scams. Um, he signed her names to her name to several fraudulent shell companies um, that he used to like purchase goods on credit and then never would pay. And like, you know, what he did, his favorite thing My to God, do. You
1: know, sometimes I'm a little glad that, that the times have changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine just being able to like go and be like, I want that. Oh, uh, can you afford it? Oh, my name is Julia. Just check my credit. <laughs> like, just get like picking anybody you want and just being like, yeah, here's my name. Yeah, he
0: just signed her name to a bunch of companies what and then it? went and bought it on like credit he had gotten through the through the company
1: like, no that questions. didn't exist. Literally, no questions asked. Yep,
0: they were just like, oh, they okay. we're just like okay. Which meant that she got involved in many of his lawsuits because oh. But she doesn't know about any of this. He basically, like, takes over, and it's like, he's the spokesperson, but when it comes down to it, he doesn't take any fiscal responsibility. Does he,
1: like, fuck her life up?
0: Well, you'll see. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Ned ended up leaving Julia in 1891 after finding out about the affair.
1: Big surprise, Ned, you piece of shit. Despite Um, the fact that she was uh, the one having the affair, but you know.
0: (laughs) No, Ned apparently was, like, pretty um, oblivious (laughs) to it for a while. Um, but we'll, yeah, we'll
1: talk about it. We'll get there. I'm just, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Ned did end up officially filing for divorce and moving out of the castle, but Julia and Pearl remained there living with Holmes, basically. Who's Pearl? Her daughter, their daughter. Oh, okay. Ned and Julia's daughter. Sorry. Did I miss that? I apologize. Well, I thought I said it, but maybe I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Basically, after she gets her divorce from Ned, she thinks that Holmes is going to basically propose to her right away, and um, they're going to be married and happy and whatever. But he was perfectly content keeping her as his mistress and had no intention of ever marrying her. <laughs> um, Yeah. That's a bummer. Very content to just keep her as his mistress. Um, Sounds like a lovely person. And Holmes was actually rumored to have bragged to several people about his affair with Julia because he simply wanted to torment Ned. He just liked, like one of their, one of the things that I read said that he just liked seeing their marriage deteriorate. He, like, enjoyed watching it all go down. What an asshole. um, And then, and he liked especially when she would treat Ned badly, like, openly in public. It it was bad. Um, So, around Christmas in 1891, two years after they've basically begun this affair, Mm -hmm. um, Pearl is six. She's been living on premises for a couple of years at this point um did i say two years it's like four years ninety. Eighty-eight. yeah yeah so well um so maybe like three and a half ish years something like that um again christmas 1891 um sources say that um julia and pearl were last seen on or around Christmas Eve and day. But no one knows really for sure. Okay. But it was around the 24th, 25th of that year in December. Mm-hmm. They go p- missing and are never seen again. Julia and Pearl. Um, That's sad. How old was Pearl? She was like six. Oh. Um. So they're apartment is boarded up on christmas day witnesses said that like they walked past their apartment and it was boarded up um holmes acted as if they were alive when questioned by residents and other people about this um and even actively searched for them he said he didn't know where they went yada yada um but oddly he sold a skeleton to the Hanneman Medical College for $200 one week after she disappeared. Julia.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Um,
0: Holmes actually would keep in touch with Ned also to, like, help him with his search to find them. Because he basically thought they had skipped town so that, so that um, Ned could basically have nothing to do with their daughter. He thought that she just skipped town. Oh. Okay. Um That's really sad. Yeah. To cut to cut him off from their kid. Um, but none of their possessions were missing and they probably didn't move out because when a new family rented the apartment from Holmes, all of their stuff was still there and the table was untouched.
1: Are you serious? Mm-hmm. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. So that's crazy. He is the worst. He's the worst human being
1: ever. Yeah terrible he's also just a terrible criminal like god at least fucking hide the evidence make it look like they moved out or something just put a board on the door and be like yeah they're gone and just never rent it out again
0: or clean it out or do something but instead he's just like oh it's fine he like tried to sell their furniture their clothes like actively was like trying to sell their belongings it's like like, how would they just pick up and leave without any of their stuff they
1: literally just like up and left one day with nothing that's cute
0: so after um his capture and in a book that I'm going to talk about later that he writes um he claimed that Julia died during abort- a a bo- I can't talk that Julia died during a botched abortion. Oh, um that he had performed on her. Um but then he would go back on this and say that he never killed her at all.
1: Oh, for the love of It's ridiculous.
0: Of- um and his lawyer later claimed um that Holmes did confess this to him in confidence. Um, the most likely motive was that she became pregnant, he conv- um, convinced her to get an abortion from him, um, and that he botched the procedure. Um, it's possibly that he did it on, possible that he did it on purpose, but it's also possible that he just botched it because he didn't have that much experience with the procedure.:
1: Yeah, he was kind of a crappy medical kid.
0: Yeah, so he student. wasn't a good student. <laughs> this was a procedure that wasn't done very often. So it's pro- oh, yeah. it's possible that, like, Back I then. mean, I, I mean, I guess, I mean, who knows for sure whether he meant to do it or not. But
1: he still killed her. Uh, either way. Yeah, either way, that's fucked up because way, he, he didn't tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, either
0: way, he killed her and didn't tell the truth about it. Um, basically, people think that he killed her on purpose. And that um, Pearl and Julia were a threat to his public persona. And they had outlived their usefulness to him. And so he killed them. Jesus. Um, and we, just so you know, we will talk about what happened to Pearl. Later on. I'm not going to oh. talk about it now.
1: Um, I have a question. Sure. So I don't know if there's an answer to this. How, this is kind of gross. Did he remove the flesh from bones to sell skeletons? Yes, he did. No, but how? <clears throat> did they um, talk about that? Like, did he have, like... He had,
0: like, lime pits, I guess, in, like, the in the basement and stuff to, like, quick dissolve stuff and um, acid and stuff. Oh, okay. So,
1: um... I, guess I was going to say, one week after she died, he managed to sell her skeleton. Oh, it's fucking fast. Maybe. They can't tell whose skeleton
0: it was. Yeah, All they know is a week later, a, se- a skeleton is sold. That's sus. But it's sus. Because <coughs> she's missing. Yeah. (laughs) And they never find her body. So... God. mm, Yeah, he... um, I mean, I don't know how you would go about doing that. So... mm, (laughs) Jesus. Okay, um, go ahead. So... Holmes goes about his life. Mm -hmm. Being a normal drugstore owner. Having his wife, Myrta, with their baby daughter, Lucy. Having... You know, some other lady he's married to that he never sees and has a kid with somewhere else. Um, And in May of 1892, he meets 24-year-old Emmeline Segrand. And they had an affair until the end of 1892, so for about a year. Um, And he hired her at the drugstore. This is around the time that Holmes begins, just because I'm going backwards kind of. Mm -hmm. This is around the time that Holmes begins construction on the third floor of the castle for the World's Fair. Yeah. Just so you're aware. Again, buying things on credit. <laughs> doing his normal thing that he does and not paying for them.
1: Being his normal asshole self. Yeah,
0: because he's an ass. Um, <laughs> um, Some sources said that Emmeline maybe even knew that Holmes was married to Myrta and didn't care. Oh. And thought that he would eventually divorce Mirta for her um but one thing that's very interesting all of his legal wives so Mirta, there's another one that we're gonna talk about in a bit mm-hmm. and um oh shit what's her name the first one
1: crap start with a j no it didn't we we're talking about Julia oh that's what I'm thinking of. what's her name
0: <laughs> we're gonna look it up right Clara thank
1: you it's Clara I was thinking Um, of Julia and I was like, I don't think that's right. No, it's Clara.
0: Uh, so Clara and, and Myrta and this other wife all live. They all live outlive him. They're all alive. None of them die. Interesting. It's just the other women in his life that die.
1: (laughs) It's just the other ones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's not suitable for marriage. Yeah, I guess, uh,
0: So in the late summer of 1892, Emmeline actually began telling her friends that she was getting married. So that's really great. But on December 6th of 1892, she disappears and is never seen again. Oh no. Uh, When Holmes was questioned about her her disappearance, he claimed that Emmeline had eloped with a man named Robert E. Phelps on December 7th. He even gave out Marriage announcement cards that he said he had received from Emmeline. um, And her parents even received some in the mail. But the one problem was Robert E. Phelps did not exist. There are no records of this.
1: They could not
0: find this man. They could not find Emmeline. So again, they just um uh, you know take his word for it and they're like bah.
1: oh my god <laughs> um,
0: so rumors did go around that Holmes had gotten her pregnant and paid her to skip town um but it is more likely that he killed her um when he began to believe that she could damage his reputation in some way mm-hmm. she was going around telling people that they were getting married and he probably didn't like that no um and no one really knows what happened to her but there are some sources that say that Holmes possibly may have trapped Emmeline in the vault that he had had built into the castle remember that he told the insurance company was like oh yeah you can get it out you can take it yeah you don't I'm gonna sue you he like locked her in there and basically she ended up starving to death oh that's awful um again I think that's maybe one of his explanations in his book I think um I didn't get that far in it But, um, because it's a bunch of bullshit. It's not real. So, you know, take that. Take how you will. Take that as you will. Take that as you will. And a few weeks after Emmeline's disappearance, Holmes sold a female skeleton to the University of Chicago. So if you didn't believe she was dead before. I believe she's dead now. uh, It's pretty sus and she's probably dead now. (laughs) Um, <laughs> it's pretty sus. She's probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sus. She's probably dead. Um, the uh next lady to unfortunately make Holmes Holmes's acquaintance, you oh, know, is um twenty eight year old former actress Minnie Williams. She moved to Chicago in eighteen ninety three, and Holmes hired her as his personal secretary. Mm-hmm. Um. Very early on, she claimed to friends that she was engaged and or married to a wealthy doctor. Oh, my God. But believed Holmes's real name was Harry Gordon. What? Why? Because that's what he told her and she I, believed him. Oh my God. Um, and th- what seems to be the biggest draw for this relationship was that, uh, at least for Holmes, was that Minnie had inherited a property in Fort Worth, Texas that was valued at $40,000. And in the late spring of 1893, Holmes convinced Minnie to sign the property over to him. Um, No. And then he later uh, signed the deed over to his good friend, Benjamin Peitzel who is someone I told
1: you to remember. I was going to say, I know that name. <laughs> so
0: oh, we're going to talk about it. Um, and he signed this deed over to Pitzel pa- using forged documents and an alias.
1: Oh, dear God. Okay. <laughs> um Did he do anything by the law ever? No, never.
0: <laughs> Except maybe buying that drugstore at the very beginning. God. Stupid idiot. Um, in he always does things in like December and May, December and May. It's weird for a while. anyway. Mm. In May of 1893, Holmes and Minnie rented an apartment together in Lincoln Park, which is in Chicago. Um, they posed as husband and wife and rented the apartment under the last name Gordon. Um, it is also possible that he married her using this alias um, to help get his hands on her money. Oh my! <laughs> I don't know how you can go around <laughs> these like at this time without like an ID. Well, like just, they're just like, okay, your name's
1: Harry Gordon, that's great. I see, he wakes up one day and he's like, oh, by the way, today I'm Harry Gordon. <laughs> Everybody's like, okay, here, have some credit. Here, buy a business. Well, so to, here, to, get married. So like- <laughs>
0: to Clara, she's married to Herman Mudgett. Uh huh. To Myrta, she's married to Henry Howard Holmes. Minnie, possibly, there's no, like, actual records, She she's married to Harry Gordon. Oh, my God. They're all married to different fucking people. It's crazy. That's Oh, and then, nice. oh, we're going to, oh, man, I can't oh no. wait to get to her. Oh, no, bring it up. Oh, man, man, man. Um, so, Minnie's sister, Nanny.
1: Who named these people?
0: I don't know. Um, <laughs> Came to visit Chicago from Texas after they rent this apartment together. And on July 5th of 1893, both Minnie and Nanny disappear. Oh, Jesus. Of course um, they do. <laughs> debt, collector, debt collectors later came to the Gordons, in massive air quotes, apartment <laughs> and found it completely empty.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Um, and Holmes later claimed that he stuffed Nanny's body into a trunk and sunk it in Lake Michigan.
1: But then oh. eventually
0: retracted this confession. Oh, dear God. So (laughs) there could be a body in a trunk at the bottom of Lake Michigan. We'll never know. We'll never know. The world may never know. Um, and just so you guys are all aware of where we are in the timeline, the world's fair is in full swing at this point. Like completely started, started in the May of 1893 or 1892. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no 1893. I was right. Um, trust yourself, Macy. Um, so the third floor is like still kind of under construction. It never gets completely finished. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of this stuff has been happening while he's living in this murder castle. So it's great. God. Um, so like I said, the third floor is like partially finished by this point. And the actually the third floor ended up catching fire no. on August 13th of 1893. Oh no bueno. Um Holmes had taken out at least four different insurance policies on the building. Of course, he did. Probably under four different names. And intended on collecting <laughs> the insurance payout. But the insurance company's investigations speculated that Holmes may have intentionally burned it.
1: No shit, Sherlock.
0: <laughs> um, but a lot of physical evidence was destroyed in the fire. Oh, my God. Um, and he could not be charged with arson unless the charges were filed within one year of the crime. Oh wow. So Holmes began jumping from hotel to hotel to avoid creditors that were looking for him.
1: <laughs> and avoid
0: the law. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> Imagine it being that easy to hide from a creditor. I'm just gonna go across the street to a different hotel.
0: <laughs> Bye under a different name. Yeah, right. They'll never know. <laughs> They'll
1: never find me. <laughs> Literally just moves like one floor up like
0: <laughs> Under a different name. That's what this thing. Oh, geez. Um, during this time, where he's kind of bouncing around, yeah, he meets twenty-four-year-old Georgiana Yoke. That's a name. Yeah, um, he told her that his name was H.M. Howard. Oh lord! But when she found out his name was actually H.H. H. Holmes, which it wasn't, it was Herman her Webster. Yeah. Herman Webster Mudgett. <laughs> Sorry. Um, she was like, "What the fuck, dude." And um, he told her that he had changed his name to H.H. H. Holmes as his uncle's dying wish. Um, that his uncle had left him a property in Fort Worth, Texas. That he could only collect on if his name was the same as his uncle's. And she bought it
1: hook, line, and sinker. I... Oh my god, okay, I'm sorry, but... I know he's, she's probably going to end up dead, and I feel really bad. But no, like, she's legal. She's oh, the last oh. legal wife. Oh, she doesn't die. Okay, I'm sorry. She's kind of dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> the fuck do you fall for that?
0: <laughs> he's like, my name is H.M. Howard. <laughs> what? And I'm, oh, I'm yeah, just they, homes they because They dated me
1: this property, except I can't accept it unless my name is the same. <laughs> what? Why would like, your uncle want that? My, my ass would be like that's bullshit and his dying wishes why the fuck would he go through all that trouble why wouldn't he just give it to you Was
0: like okay oh my gosh <laughs> sure that's great that's fine I love you
1: I want to go back in time and just grab her by the shoulders and be like honey no honey honey no honey no no <laughs> um so in November
0: of 1893 Holmes left Chicago stopped hopping around Chicago um and he left with Georgiana of course. Leaving Myrta
1: and their daughter Lucy behind. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was just like, bye. Yeet. Did he even say anything or did he just like up and fucking leave?
0: I honestly, I don't know. None of the sources said, but I wouldn't be surprised if he just up and fucking left. But according to Mirta, she he never did anything to her personally that made her believe that he was like fucking around.
1: Aside from just up and leaving you one day, but that's fine. He's just like,
0: I have business.
1: Bye. And they never came back? Like, fuck.
0: Well, I mean, he's trying to, like, and remember, she's, like, from an affluent family, Mirta. So he's probably trying to keep up appearances, too. So he might have just been, like, yeah, I'm going on a a four-month business trip. And she was like, (gasps) okay. Four months turned to four years. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't turn to four years. I promise. I promise. Um, so he leaves Chicago with Georgiana in November of nineteen eighty-three and they stop uh and they stop in Denver, Colorado to get married on January seventeenth of eighteen ninety four. Of course they do. <laughs> um after this, they went to Fort Worth to collect on his quote unquote uncle's property. I can't. Um, where they meet up. With Benjamin Pitesall. Of course. And he signs the deed over to him. Oh, Lord. Um, And they begin constructing a new property there. Again, bought materials on credit. Didn't pay for them. Rented bikes. Sold them. Didn't return them. Bought horses on phony collateral. Resold them. Just anything he could do for a quick buck. Oh, my God.
1: Like, he has people from around the country... Chasing him. and Okay, my thing is here. You go out. You are now... He is now... I mean, he's in one place when he does this. Like, he's at this one property in Fort Worth, Texas, and he's going and he's doing all of these things. Well, he has to go home at night. How the fuck do they not find him? Like, I get it's the late 1800s, but at the same time, how does somebody not just, like, get on their horse and trot after him when he leaves? Like on after him um i
0: think basically what happens by the time they get wise to what he's doing he's left it's too late he has like picked up and left and they don't know where he is like that's literally like the moral not the moral but like holmes's like go-to is like oh they're not gonna catch me (laughs) By the time they figure out what the fuck I'm doing, I'm going to be gone. Yeet.
1: Meanwhile, today, you have a credit card payment coming up, and they'll send you 80 emails <laughs> and then, before.
0: And then, like, the minute you don't pay it, like, it's like midnight on the night. You're not
1: <laughs> supposed to pay it. They're like, late eight, fee. 12 late fee. Email, email, email. <laughs> and you're
0: like, oh. I'm
1: sorry.
0: My life. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is good wine. This is good.
1: We are actually now onto our second classes.
0: And so I'm and I'm also really excited to just be done with this ass. Okay, (laughs) So. Like I said in the first part, Benjamin Peitzel kind of became Holmes's right hand man. Yeah. He ends up doing a lot of his scams with him, is very involved in his life, knows Peitzel's family and like his wife and children very well. He has five children, by the way, just so you remember. Um there's like an older daughter and then three middle siblings, and then a baby, okay, like eighteen months, like very little oh baby baby um so but but by this point, Holmes and Peitzel are beginning to argue regularly, oh no, um, and he was worried that well, according to certain sources, we'll never know for sure because. <laughs> Holmes never tells the truth about
1: fucking anything. <laughs> there's literally no truth um, coming out of this man's mouth. <laughs> so
0: some sources said that um, Holmes possibly became to – or began to become worried that Peitzel would, like, spill the beans on him, mm-hmm. especially because Peitzel was becoming more and more of an alcoholic and he was basically afraid that he was going to out him in, like, some drunken stupor. Oh, um, so he also starts – According to some sources, to believe that Peitzel may have possibly outlived his usefulness oh. um, and he devises an insurance scheme of course he does, that he and Peitzel will commit in Philadelphia, which is where the insurance company is located um. <laughs> <sighs> Um, But also, by this time, authorities have figured out that Minnie has gone missing, Minnie Williams and Nanny, and that Holmes might have something to do with it. But by the time in Chicago they start looking for him, Mm -hmm. he's already in St. Louis by May of 1894. He is gone. And they're like, where the fuck is this guy? She's missing. People are missing. And he is
1: nowhere to be found. And he just, like, left his murder castle.
0: and he burnt it, it's, like, oh God. probably not even livable anymore. Uh, and just so you all know, it's not there anymore. It was turn- torn down a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but he is arrested for the first time in St. Louis Ooh. for taking out multiple mortgages on the same property. I'm not sure if it was a Missouri property or if it was the Texas property Okay, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a St. Louis property. I don't think by this time he most likely had abandoned the Texas property. Yeah, because it's all in Pikesell's name. So he's like, "Fuck it."
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I don't care. My name's not <laughs> yeah, on. My it. name's not on the
0: deed. Um, <laughs> his name's really not on anything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and Holmes was unfortunately caught before he could skip town. Ah. Um and this is where he meets Marion Hedgepeth, who is a famous outlaw who was Holmes's cellmate at the time. What Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Abigail. We're sisters. And we believe in ghosts. Welcome to Supernatural Sisters, a podcast all about ghostly encounters bone-chilling monsters, and basically anything that goes bump in the night. Each week we talk about a haunted place, a legendary monster, or a story that sends shivers down our spine. And maybe we'll talk about the pottery scene from Ghost.
1: He's not a ghost in that scene. There are other parts of that movie where he's a ghost.
0: Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And remember, we we believe believe you. So, while being Marion Hedgepeth's cell mate mm-hmm. for a reason that nobody really understands or knows why he reveals this insurance scam that he has devised with peitzel peitzel knows about this yeah. he is involved not saying that like he didn't know about this mm-hmm. he knew about it um he reveals the scam to Hedgepath in Idiot. prison um, and I'm going to just kind of read. This is from a book by Richard Estep. It's called Serial Killers, the Mayhem, something, 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 <laughs> something. Um, I'm not going to go down all the way. I'll tell you what it is at the end. But it's by Richard Estep. Um, but this is a quote from his book. Mm-hmm. After taking out the biggest insurance insurance policy possible on Peitzel, which was $10,000, just side note, Okay. Um, they would fake his death using a fake cadaver or using a cadaver that Holmes would somehow obtain, especially for that purpose. This was a con that he claimed to have successfully pulled off before, and he was confident that he would make big bucks by doing so again. Do you remember when I talked about that first insurance scam where they talked about using cadavers at the very beginning of the first episode? Yes, I do. And that they didn't go through with it and it never happened?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. So he was successful, right? No? Yeah. Did the light come back on again? Yes, it did. I
1: am swear there's something electrical going on. I have to talk to my brother-in-law. I freaking hope so. Otherwise, <laughs> like, we have o- o- officially me. haunted the pod room and we should probably sage it.
0: <laughs> ah, oh, my God. I didn't even think that. Okay. Yes, I will sage it. Um, so, Marion Hedgepath was like, cool, dude. Awesome. Sounds fun. Here's the name of a crooked attorney that I know that can help you. And uh, Holmes promised to send him $500 for the referral when the the referral of the crooked lawyer. Yeah. (laughs) When all of this goes through. (laughs) Lovely Um, some crooked lawyers. Yeah. And Georgiana Yoke ends up bailing out Holmes one month later in July of 1894, and he completely lied to her about why he was in jail. I don't know what he said, but it wasn't that I was committing fraud he basically would tell these women that like it was like mistaken identity and shit
1: it was like like, all a misunderstanding oh my god why do people believe him
0: um (sighs) after this Holmes and Georgiana went to Philadelphia to evade authorities in St. Louis um and Peitzel Benjamin Peitzel joined him in Philadelphia on August 17th of 1894 Mm mm-hmm (laughs) To go ahead with the insurance scam that they had devised together. Holmes and Peitzel uh, rented 1316 Callow Hill Street in Philly for the scam. Peitzel posed um, as B.F. Perry, a patent dealer. And one month later, in September of um, 1894, an inventor who had been discussing a patent with B.F. Perry... A.K.A. Benjamin Peitzel oh, showed up to the shop um, to discuss his patent further with the patent dealer. Yeah. Um, the office was empty downstairs. They had bought. They had rented the whole building, so it was a downstairs shop and then an upstairs apartment, basically. Yeah. Um, this office downstairs was empty, so he went upstairs and discovered a body. This body was in fact not a cadaver as planned, but the actual body of Benjamin Peitzel himself.
1: Oh, he actually just killed him. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, On no. Se-
0: <laughs> 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 On September 1st of 1894, Holmes went to the building at Callow Hill Street, and uh, most likely, although no one knows for sure, found Peitzel already drunk because he was an alcoholic Uh and gave him more and more and more until he passed out. And then he chloroformed him to death.
1: You can chloroform somebody to death? Oh yeah. How?
0: They found it in his stomach. (gasps) So he like basically soaked the rag. I don't really know.
1: Yeah, Nicole has to look it up. I'm going to Google how you die from chloroform. Don't so oh my God. <laughs> the, the FBI
0: is going to be like, we got to look at her.
1: Oh God, they're, I'm probably already on a list. They're like this bitch Googles murder. For, All the time. She Googles murder for fun. This is weird.
0: <laughs> um, like I said, chloroform was found in his stomach co- contents. Large am- amounts of chloroform have a very identifiable color and smell. While small amounts do not, so this is how authorities were able to tell that chloroform was used in his eventual death. Mm-hmm. Um, Holmes then broke a bottle of a flammable chemical. They not sure what they're not sure what next to his body, and placed a pipe and match strategically, also next to his body. And then he burned Peitzel's face and hair and made it look like Peitzel had died in an accidental explosion while lighting his pipe. And then he went back to St. Louis with Georgiana. Oh, my God.
1: What a fucking psychopath. I know. He's crazy. Sorry. No, you're good. I haven't found it yet. I, like, found kind of it, but I'm trying to look for, like, a better explanation. I'm sure if it was in
0: his stomach, he ingested it. It's like... And, like, that... Hold on. We're gonna find out for you because this is an investigative podcast. I've had two glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. Should I just keep going while you look? I'm gonna keep looking. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um. So by this point. After going back to St. Louis with Georgiana, he returns to the home of Carrie Peitzel, who is Benjamin's wife, um, and sends her daughter Alice to identify Peitzel's body. Be- but here's the kicker. She believes that Peitzel is really alive and well. And that is why she sends her daughter and not, does not go herself.
1: Oh. Um,
0: also, the insurance company required that a family member be present to identify the body. Um, basically, what happened was Holmes showed up at Carrie's house and they were all the entire family was distraught because they had read in the paper that Hol- that um, Peitzel was dead, that he had died. And Holmes tells her, oh, no, no, no. It was an insurance scam. We faked his death. He's just in hiding right now. We're going to go meet up with him, but we need to give him some time because he's on the run. This is not a real body. This is a cadaver. Like, he, clue, he clues her on, in on what would have been the scam had he not actually killed Benjamin. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> there are some sources that also said she knew about it from the beginning. Uh. huh. I'm not sure again what you would like to think. Um
1: so I did find it and I'm sorry. I had to like read that like it wasn't like a quick definition that popped up. That's why I was like, "Ah, I have to read this." So basically, chloroform is just they they discovered chloroform is extremely toxic. Yeah, yeah. So when inhaled for more than just like it like you know, you put it in somebody's face and it'll knock them out, but if you continuously let them inhale it, it can actually cause cardiac arrhythmia oh cool and it can they actually have they they have um a term coined for it now called sudden sniffer's death because people started using it as like a recreational drug to like get themselves high except then they would accidentally sniff it too much and and they would literally kill themselves Yikes! so it's extremely toxic and basically you just if you inhale too much it will kill you
0: oh oh gross okay well fun fact of the day basically just smothered him with chloroform yep um (laughs) so he convinces her basically that benjamin isn't hiding everything is fine nothing is wrong and she sends her daughter alice who i believe was 15 their oldest daughter was like 17 or 18 15 13 like 10 or 9 maybe 11 and then a baby baby I can go look, but I don't want to take the time. Sorry. Go listen to the first episode. (laughs) I not remember (laughs) how old they are. Um, So, like I said, she didn't know at all that Holmes had actually killed Peitzel at all. Um, Something that was very strange was Peitzel's body had already been buried by the time Holmes and Alice arrived to identify it. So what? they had to exhume it. What? And he was in very heavy, a very heavy stage of decomposition at this point. And on September 22nd of 1894, Holmes and Alice arrived at the morgue to identify the fake body, which wasn't actually fake. But just so you know, the kids did not know this. Okay. Only Carrie knew that.
1: Okay. Okay. Why did it take them so long to identify him that he was in such a bad state of decomposition?
0: No, they already knew who he was. But, like, tra- travel took so much longer then. Where were so they coming from again? They were... I think that Carrie was living in Chicago still.
1: Okay, that's why I was like, wait a second, where the fuck were they?
0: No, like, because <laughs> because Peitzel had moved to Chicago, like, right as he started, right. right as Holmes started building okay. the... All right. The castle. Sorry. I, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't think I said where they lived. I'm pretty sure they were still in Chicago. Then he went back to St. Louis with
1: Georgiana. I can't believe though that they would bury him.
0: They were just like, okay. They
1: were just like, okay, stick him in the ground. His family hasn't even come yet. Just stick him in the ground.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was very weird. Oh my God. Um, like, because th- he dies on September tw- 1st.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's when Holmes kills him. And they don't come to identify his body until the 22nd of that same month. Oh,
1: morgue. yeah.
0: So they were like, what are we supposed to do? Like, they didn't have refrigerator It wasn't like...
1: There was no freezers. There yeah, was- there wasn't
0: anything to keep him yeah. from decomposing. So they were like, either we bury him or we leave him rotting sitting right here.
1: Oh, the smell.
0: So they probably were like, let's just bury him, and when they show up, we'll pull him out of the ground. God. God, it was terrible. Um. So Alice, at this meeting at the morgue, Positive positively identifies her father's body because it is her father's body. And it is in heavy decomposition, but they said that like his teeth were the same. There were certain things that she recognized were like the same as her dad. Yeah. Um, and the coroner ruled that Peitzel's death was accidental. Um, but at this point, Alice is fully aware that her father is dead.
1: Dead. But her mother is not. Her mother doesn't think this is real. Oh, that's awful.
0: And Holmes ends up collecting on the insurance claim. They give him a lump sum of seventy-two hundred dollars in total that day, and he sends five hundred dollars to Carrie Peitzel. Out of all of that money, he sends her five hundred fucking dollars.
1: This man is scum. <sighs> Just saying,
0: and Holmes, who never sent the five hundred dollars he also promised to Marion Hedgepath, gets fucked over. Oh no, Hedgepath! I think I didn't. I couldn't. I could only find it in one source. Finds out in the newspaper that this insurance scam has gone through. At least that's how I think he's found out. Yeah. It's also possible that it just went on so long and he's like, I never got my money, so fuck this guy. Yeah. Again, take what you will. (laughs) Marion contacts the prison warden. Who contacts the insurance company. Who involve the Pinkertons. The what? If you guys don't know who the Pinkertons are. I do not. uh, They, uh, a Pinkerton... Founded as the Pinkerton National Detective Agency, is a private security guard guard and detective agency established in the United States by Scotsman Alan Pinkerton in the 1850s. So basically, they're like your first private investigators.
1: That is the weirdest name for that group of people. But okay. you've never
0: heard of the Pinkertons? I have
1: literally never heard of the Pinkertons. Oh my god!
0: I've heard of the Pinkertons. <laughs> And they're still, they're still together to this day. They're what? Like, they're like attached to like this national security firm now. They're still around. They're just not called the Pinkertons anymore.
1: I'm slightly disturbed by this fact.
0: <laughs> so, uh, now the Pinkertons are actively looking for him because they know that this scam was a complete and total sham and a fraud. Get him! Because Marion Hedgepeth, <laughs> a very infamous outlaw, was like,
1: this dude told me this shit. Never fuck over another criminal. No! <laughs>
0: um, so after Holmes has brought Alice to identify Peitzel's body has gone through all of this stuff he offers to handle the entire entire relocation effort for the entire family mm-hmm. so um carrie peitzel consents to having three of her children alice nelly and howard accompany ha- um, Holmes across the country while they wait for peitzel to come out of hiding again believes him um and he told Carrie that Peitzel would meet them in Indianapolis.
1: What did, well, uh, I just like, okay, your oldest daughter comes home and goes, yes, I positively identified I don't think Dad. she came home.
0: I don't think she came home. Oh. Because for this whole time, we're going to talk about this. He has Carrie and the kids sectioned off in different hotels and they never know that each other is in like within miles of each other. Oh, my God. Like, she's at one hotel, like, a mile or two away, and they're at this hotel. And
1: she doesn't know where they are, and they don't know where she is. So her daughter never gets back to her and is like, no, that was actually dad. He's dead. No. And she writes her mother letters that Holmes never mails. Fucking asshole. I'm
0: telling you, this guy's an ass. Is, I just want to be done with this. He is a piece of shit. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> so... After all of this stuff in Philadelphia, he sets up Nellie and Alice in a hotel mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Oh, and look, Alice wrote letters to her mother during this time that Holmes never mailed.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and while, <laughs> and while in Indianapolis on October 10th of 1894, Holmes brings young Howard to a home that he has rented in the suburbs of Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. He cooked. Howard a meal that was most likely laced with poison. Oh my god! Chopped up his body. No fun. Burned bits of his body in the stove, which oh. he had had purposefully installed. Yummy. Um, and his burned bones were later found in the stove, and his feet were found buried in the cellar.
1: That's really fucking random. Would his feet just like not fit in the? F- <laughs> Fire, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like I can get all of him in there, but the feet are gonna bury his feet in the basement. <laughs> I'm sorry, Holmes
0: never confesses to this, but they find his body. later I was around. gonna
1: say that's like one of the only bodies they find this whole fucking oh, time. Girl,
0: they're gonna be finding them from now on, so oh, wait, what?
1: Oh my god, bring it on. I'm I, ooh, the wine has hit, bring it on. <laughs>
0: <Ooh>. <laughs> um, two days later. So the 12th of October of 1894. Yeah. Holmes tells all of the Peitzels that Benjamin Peitzel, yeah. who they all believe is alive and well. So I guess maybe not all the Peitzels, probably just Carrie. Yeah. That Benjamin can no longer meet them in Indianapolis and convinced them all to move to Toronto to meet him. Canada. 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 Um, he told them. That he left Howard because they don't. He doesn't come in the care of his cousin, Minnie Williams.
1: Are you fucking serious? Yep. And I <laughs> this I asshole. <laughs> That's say <said> Asshole. <laughs> That's all I got. Asshole. Um,
0: and he told them that. Howard and Minnie would join them soon in Toronto. Um, so when they arrive in Toronto, he somehow convinces Carrie to go back to New York, go back to the United States and go to New York with ba- the baby. The baby, his name is Wharton. Oh, oh. he was 18 months old. Um, and she goes. Completely trusting this man because they have known him for years and he is a family friend. She does not think at any point in time that this man is trying to manipulate her. She simply thinks that her husband is in hiding and that he cannot come forward because of this insurance scam. She is completely willing to believe Holmes's account of events. Which, I mean, what I mean, okay. I don't get it completely. I would have been like, where the fuck's my husband a long time ago? But like, okay, I mean, I just like
1: it's hard for us too to understand because back then you were used to that. If your husband had to travel, you wouldn't hear from him forever. You'd get maybe a letter. Yeah, maybe you could go months without hearing from them, and they'd show back up and be like, "Yeah, business was great," and that was it. Like you were like, oh, okay." Yeah, it's not every day you're texting and calling and facetiming like. It, today, if if Ryan came to you and was like, "I murdered Tyler for an insurance scam. He's not really dead. We have to go to Canada to meet him," you'd be like, "What the fuck?"
0: I'd be like, uh, and immediately pick no up your Ryan. phone
1: and be like, well, "Tyler, where <laughs> are you?" Like, you couldn't do that back then. You just had to take people's word for it. Yeah. And so that's awful.
0: Carrie travels back to New York, or back, they, as far as I know, they've never been to New York, but travels back to the United States, yeah. goes to New York with the baby. Holmes still has Nellie and Alice with him. And he takes them to a home that he rented in Toronto on October 25th of 1894. Again, most likely he poisoned them. But another story says that he made both girls get into a trunk locked it and then gassed them to death with a pipe that he had fished inside
1: um, Oh my god
0: there is a book um called like the devil made me do um it. the no. devil in what? the white city I didn't read it what did you just say the devil made me do it No not the devil <laughs> made me do it um it's called like the devil in the white city I didn't get a chance to read it but um one of his theories cuz I read an article that had one of his theories in it um, was that most likely they were poisoned because there was no gas supply at the property that Holmes was renting. So the scenario with like fishing the gas line through is very unlikely mm-hmm. um, but both girls were buried in shallow, shallow graves in the cellar. He also burned their clothes. And by the time their bodies were discovered, um a cause of death could really not be determined.
1: Oh,
0: um. After this, Holmes travels around Canada and the northern United States for a few weeks before resurfacing in Boston on
1: November 13th of
0: 1894. One,
1: get out of my city. Two, get out of my city on Macy's birthday. Fuck that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember when I was like, there is a, there's a birthday mention. for <laughs> <really>, that
1: day. <laughs> that's so weird because this is for your birthday. Mm-hmm. It's your birthday month.
0: It's my birthday month. So my birthday episode. <laughs> I honestly, I feel bad saying this, but I liked my first birthday month episode better.
1: Oh, yeah. I had to think about what we did first. DeFeo. Ronald DeFeo. <laughs> yes. Just because
0: this is like, he's just such an ass.
1: I just don't even like talking
0: about him. Um. Uh, <laughs> I just don't like talking about him. Um. So on November uh, 13th of 1894, he resurfaces in Boston and made plans, I guess, to stay for a while. He Uh rented an apartment, doing whatever. But he is arrested by police on November 17th. Yeah. The Pinkertons were like, we're going to get you. Get him. Get him.
1: Get him. Get Get (laughs) him.
0: The initial charge, though. Was not for murder or anything or the disappearance of Minnie or anything. It was the horse theft what? that he had committed in Texas. Are you serious? That was like what they could get him on immediately. Oh my God. They were like, we need time to investigate more shit. Well, because at this point there is no evidence that like there's evidence that there was possible fraud. In terms of pitzels, but they couldn't like stick them to. It. But they're not like you murdered this son of a bitch. Yeah, but um, My God. he was also questioned about the disappearance of Minnie and Nanny Williams. At this time, um, he re- re- <laughs> can't talk. He lied repeatedly. Not surprised. And continued to give conflicting stories about the Williams sisters, the Pitzels, and all of his activities in Chicago. Um. <laughs> And the more investigators spoke with him, the less they believed him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not surprised because <laughs> they Because
0: he kept on changing his fucking stories. So they sent him to Moya Mensing Prison in Philadelphia, which was where he's like extradited, basically. Yeah. Back to Philadelphia. And tried for conspiracy to commit slash to commit, commit cheat slash defraud. He's, he's... I can't talk. <laughs>
1: I got you. He was tried for
0: conspiracy to commit I can't talk. <laughs> commit. <laughs> commit. Um, he was tried for conspiracy to commit fraud against the Fidelity Mutual Insurance Company to cheat or defraud.
1: She got it, ladies and germs.
0: I couldn't, I didn't write that right. <laughs> I didn't write that correctly. That was why I couldn't it say it. It was like it. a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I can't say this. <laughs> um, he pled guilty mm-hmm. to the fraud count, but insisted that Peitzel was alive and well. And later, comi- and, and later claimed that he committed suicide. Uh, and oh, he had no. nothing to do with it. He like found him like that. Oh my Honestly, God. guys, I listened to this book that he wrote, which <laughs> is like his initial confession, which is not a confession. It's like, I didn't do any of this shit. And then his confession where he says, oh, I did all this shit. And then he goes back on all of that later. Um, <laughs> it's just a crock of shit. He killed Benjamin Beitzel.
1: He killed him for of, no reason. Of all of the people that he supposedly killed, this is the one that you can be like, yes, he actually killed this he person. He actually <laughs>
0: killed this person. They found his body they, well, okay, because we're going to talk about the trial. And the trial, they're like, yeah, there's no way that this is what you're saying it is. Bring it on. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, investigator Frank Geyer, after um, Holmes is brought to Moy Prison, uh-huh. is assigned to follow Holmes' locations based on the written correspondence Alice was supposedly sending to her mother that had never been mailed. Just so, he, like, basically, like, followed their footsteps around the country trying to find evidence against Holmes. Um, and he left for this trip on June 26th of 1895. And just so you're aware, he was uh, arrested on November 17th of 1894.
1: So, it's like, God, that's 100 wa- years before I was born. That's, that's crazy.
0: Way later. Sorry. <laughs> um. He finds Howard's body in Indianapolis and he finds the bodies of Nellie and Alice in July of 1895 in Toronto. When Holmes was told that Geyer found the bodies of Nellie and Alice, he said, quote, well, I guess I'll hang for this, according Uh, to a local newspaper. He just was like, well... You got me. (laughs) And on July 19th of 1895, the police decide that it is time to investigate the castle in Chicago. Oh, no. This is when they quote unquote find all of the gas lines and like, do I believe that there was shit in the basement? Absolutely that he was per- com- he was doing In- weird shit down there. He was. They found bones down there. Oh yeah. But do I believe that his whole whole hotel
1: was like some rigged no.
0: murder castle? I think.
1: No. I mean, I think the translation over time has probably made it more of a of this like exciting horror story. But for and. But for what it was back then... It probably it, was. It, it probably was, like, was to them a Murder Castle. They'd probably never seen anything like this. But it probably just consisted of like passageways in the walls with peepholes he
0: probably had like and weird like, shit that he was hiding like he was watching people and yeah he it, weird shit.
1: like i believe the lie pits in the basement i believe some of the secret passages yeah he probably like peeked at people through walls and did creepy shit like that but do, do I, I, I believe yeah. every every room was rigged to lock from the outside and he had gas lines to every room and like no. not really no 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 it's not
0: <laughs> it's, it was very highly sensationalized and we're going to talk about that too um, <laughs> I thought you had a question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so like I said, they did find bones in the basement of the murder castle. Um, some were animal bones. So again, the claims of animal cruelty that I mentioned in the first episode were very likely. Um, but they did find the bones of a child. <gasps> That many believe to be the bones of six-year-old Pearl. Uh. Again, they can't... Like, uh, back then, they didn't have forensic science like we do, so they can't guarantee that for sure. But But that seems to be the only child that he most likely murdered. Yeah. So... um, And it really was like, oh, well, I killed your mother. I can't leave you.
1: Yeah. It really
0: wasn't that he necessarily was like i'm gonna go kill this kid but it was just like, like i killed your mother fuck i can't have this witness there's this
1: six-year-old girl what do i yeah, do yeah what with do her? i do
0: with her um this is when they discover the horrors of the murder castle right <laughs> um most of which is believed to be highly fabricated um, by the media but they did find bloody women's undergarments in the basement Ugh. Um, a wooden a dis- dissection table that was covered in dried blood, of course, and like I said, the bones. Yep. Um, and I, they probably did find some, like we said, passageways, doors that lock from the outside, weird things like that. Um, but this garners Holmes national attention. His his case eventually gets Nash international attention. Wow. But like, he's like drowning in being famous basically. Like this is like the first serial killer case where they're like, Whoa, we need to find out everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and the case went into a media frenzy because they were like, Oh my God, he murdered the Peitzel children. He murdered, He murdered this little girl, Pearl, maybe? Like, how could this man intentionally murder innocent children? Just, like, gets blown out of proportion. When literally Holmes probably was just like, y'all know too much. Yeah. No, I'm not saying, like... They're they're saying that he's like this cold blooded, he wanted to kill these kids. But I like really think it was just like They were just
1: kind of in the way of his plan. They were in
0: the way. Yeah. They were in
1: the way. Which is really because fucked, that's but just like his unfortunately. brain. He yeah. just was like,
0: You are in my way. Like yeah. if I keep you in the mix, like you're gonna tell about me and that's not what I want. And exactly. I'm Exactly. You're done. Exactly. But everybody was like, Oh, he's a child murderer. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, The murder castle was actually set at one point to become a tourist attraction and that people could walk through and Uh, see. I wish. Um, But it was burned down by some unknown assailant before that could happen. Um, While in prison, he writes, it's called Holmes's Own Story. I don't know. An autobiography uh, that stated his side of the story um Narcissist. he also did oops, sorry i just knocked my microphone um he also did several interviews with um news outlets where he told and this is from again richard estep's book serial killers um a mess of half truths and outright lies <laughs> um and was yeah, that's perfect and was desperate like that's why i was like i have to say it like it's <laughs> perfect because it's just like not right um and he was desperately trying to convince the public that he was innocent. And this was all a giant misunderstanding. I listened to this book. I didn't get through all the way through his confession. Because there—that that is part of, like, um I listened to it on Audible. Yeah. And so you can listen to, like, his own story, right? Yeah. And then another chapter is, like, his full-blown confession that he gives later on. And I didn't get through all of that. But, like I said, it's all bullshit. <laughs> so just... <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. It's Go ahead and listen to it. Um <laughs> I'll, I'll have it listed in my program notes. Um I just got. Uh, so on September 23rd of 1895 his trial that was date was set, sorry. And his murder tra- murder trial, not just fraud. Murder. Murder trial yeah. began on October 28th of 1895 in Philadelphia. Um, the very first day Holmes dismisses his counsel uh okay, and Ted Bundy and attempts to repre- <laughs> represent himself.
1: <laughs> um, okay, Ted Bundy. <laughs> and constantly
0: you and he constantly was using theatrics and manipulation to try and sway the jury, like this whole time.
1: Okay, Ted Bundy.
0: <laughs> but do you think Ted Bundy knew a little bit about H H Holmes? Yeah, I do, blah 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 Possibly. Ooh. Okay. So on the third day of the trial, Carrie Peitzel takes the stand. Oh no. Who has believed this entire time up until this point that her husband was alive when he is very much dead. Oh, no. Um, she was only 37 years old at the time, Aww. but looked like she had aged years. Poor you see thing. pictures of her. She looks like an old woman. Is she really? Yes. I'm not even kidding you. She looks old. Scary. Like, the stress and, like, the, like, of, I mean, of constantly moving and, like, worrying about her children and then now her husband's dead. Like, can you imagine? Um, Her testimony affected everyone in the courtroom and brought many people to tears. And Holmes sat at the defense table with no emotion. Dick. Doodling on his pad of Where did you find pictures of
1: her? Just
0: type in Carrie Peitzel. It's P-I-T-Z-E-L or P-I-E-T-Z
1: E -E L. Listen, it would be helpful if I didn't call her Carol. It's (laughs) Carrie! (laughs) Carrie, I've said it! So I was like, why is nothing coming up? Carrie Peitzel. Um Oh my god, she does. Old! She looks like she looks like she's like. It's 50 drawings. Or 60. It's drawings
0: of her, right? It's not yeah, like an actual. But picture. she,
1: yeah. like, even, like, you can see they drew, like, the lines under her eyes and around her nose. She, I would, like, if I were to guess, I'd say she was probably 50 to 60. Years like, in old. her 60s? Yeah.
0: Yes. This woman is, like, not even 40. This poor woman. Um, Expert testimony also concluded that it was impossible for. Benjamin Peitzel to have committed suicide which was Holmes's claim at this point was that he had found him like that and that he the yes they had they had devised this plan to commit insurance fraud Mm -hmm. but he had found him like that and that he did not kill him that was his that was his claim Uh uh-huh um but um crime scene evidence and autopsy evidence. Like I said, they found chloroform in his stomach.
1: Yeah. It, it very quickly refuted those claims and was like, yeah, no, that's not possible. <laughs> things that never happened for 500, please. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for $500 that you never give somebody. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and at this point, Holmes lets his lawyers back in so that he can't be blamed for the
1: loss of his own case. Oh my God. Um, I'd be like, no, bro, I am not coming back. I'd be reference. like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you did this to yourself. You did <laughs> you, this to yourself. You fucking made your bed, now lie in it, bitch. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um. So, also during the trial, Georgiana Yoke takes the stand. Um, and when she takes the stand, Holmes wept, started crying uncontrollably what but he couldn't show the same emotion for Carrie Pitesall he only shows it for his own wife he literally probably only did it to like be like oh I'm not a monster I promise
1: but he is he is he's a manipulative (laughs) fuck he's just
0: a manipulative fuck but
1: he never
0: takes the stand in his own defense uh huh and the day the verdict was read out Holmes was visibly nervous good people could like tell and the jury according to certain sources wouldn't even look at him (laughs) and he was found guilty of murder in the first degree and sentenced as herman w mudget to death (laughs) get him (laughs) (laughs) he's probably like fuck that name fuck it um after his sentencing, he granted one last interview to William Randolph Hearst, who paid him seventy five hundred dollars for a full confession. William
1: Randolph Hearst. Yeah. Do you know who he is? No. He is like Let me let me put it this way. This is something I don't know. He my my communications building in college was named after him. What?
0: Maybe not the same William Randolph. First, I was gonna say, is this somebody different? Like, <laughs> I don't know, this was in the 1800s. I'm not sure. <laughs> Check, I guess. Look. No, I think it is. Um, in this interview, Holmes confessed to 27 murders, he basically confessed to every crime that he had ever been accused of. Um, so it was again, most likely fabricated. Um, he claimed to have killed victims using several methods um, that ranged from starvation, poisoning, um, and blunt force trauma. Uh-huh. In this confession, um, he also claimed to have killed people who were still very much alive. Five of them in total were found still alive. How do you. He also claimed in this uh, interview to be possessed by Satan. A- and said, and I quote, I was born with the devil in me. I could not help the fact that I was a murderer. No more than a poet can help the inspiration to sing.
1: <laughs> Nicole's face. I do like this guy.
0: <laughs> um, he was executed, hung. I keep thinking of um Pirates of the Caribbean where they say, hung by the neck until you are dead. do you know when they say that to to jack sparrow um he was hung two years after his apprehension on may 7th of 1896 at 1095
1: a.m the william randolph Hearst building i believe you but i don't know if it's the same person i think it might be he was he was a big name in communications
0: he was a reporter from what i'm aware
1: i believe so hold on keep going i'm going okay keep, okay gonna okay keep okay
0: <laughs> um at his execution he made a very short speech where he recanted his entire confession and said it was completely false and said he had never murdered anyone um but he was executed anyway and he died 9 days before his 35th
1: birthday he was only 34 Mm-hmm. Also, the light went out again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I looked up, but it was <SSSS> <Soffs> <laughs> <Dark>. <laughs> It's a little bit.
0: You see it a little bit. It's glowing. <laughs> we got a sage in here. Um, <laughs> before his execution, he had requested that a double deep coffin, which was like ten feet down, um, he <laughs> which would be covered in wet cement, um, to prevent the re- his remains from being stolen and dissected. This is according to Crime Feed. Um, and after this, rumors began to circulate that Holmes had actually faked his own death and escaped and was living under some sort of false identity. Things, and, I, want, things I believe. And rumors <laughs> that said that his grave did not actually contain his physical body. Did they ever dig it up? What
1: happened when they dug it up?
0: <laughs> Your face! <laughs> they dug up his grave. They exhumed him in May of 2017. When a judge gave one of Holmes's direct descendants permission to unseal it, um for the History Channel show, American Ripper, which I started to watch, but i didn't didn't finish because I'm sorry. I do not believe that Holmes was Jack the Ripper. Yeah, and that is the whole premise of this show. They tried is it to really they tried to investigate the supposed link between Holmes and Jack the Ripper, which is has been, I mean, if, ah oh, please go back and listen to our episode about Jack the Ripper with MP Priestley, because if you know that episode and you have talked to MP Priestley, like we have talked to him, you will never believe any of the rumors about yeah. Jack the Ripper again. Those two people are not the same. Jack. OK. Jack the Ripper knew his surroundings very, very well. Yeah. Holmes would have been a foreigner yep. in a foreign country. He would not have known the back alleys. He would not have known it. And. And the medical knowledge, the medical knowledge. He had a very extensive medical knowledge, and the Holmes did. Holmes did, yes, Holmes did. And Jack the Ripper, according to actual articles from the time, did not have more knowledge of a med of medical an- anatomy than a butcher. Yep. He was not a medical student. He was not what we believe him to be. Go listen to that episode if you don't know, but I like literally started watching that episode and they were like, he's Jack the Ripper. I can prove it." And I was like, "This is bullshit." And I turned it off. <laughs> I like I didn't even finish watching it. I was did like, "Did you interview
1: Did you interview MP Priestley?" "No." Then we re- won't wanna, we don't want to watch this. Do you remember
0: when I was like, "I'm so excited. This is going to be like full of information. This is going to be the best documentary out of all of that I watched." I like like watched like four. I I did watch the very first episode, so I did cite it. But it's not, because I got
1: this little it's bit of information him. from
0: it. But it's not him. Anyway, sorry.
1: Who is William Randolph Hearst? So, <laughs> just so you know, he was born in 1863.
0: Okay, so it might be and him for sure. He
1: he is a huge name. Ugh. This is, like, he is one of the, like, founders, especially when it comes to newspapers, if you've ever seen Newsies, they mentioned his name, which is why my brain was like, I remember this name, especially because of college he was also the building. But it literally says, um, William Randolph Hearst was an American businessman, newspaper publisher, and politician known for developing the nation's largest newspaper chain and media company, Hearst Communications.
0: Right. Did did William Randolph Hearst interview H.H. H. Holmes? I believe he did. And see if it came up. Thumbs up. Anyway, for this show, they also wanted to investigate the rumors. American Ripper, I'm sorry. For American Ripper, they also wanted to investigate the rumors that Holmes had faked his own death. Oh, God. So they exhumed his body, like I said, in May in 2017. They did indeed find his body. So those rumors are untrue. It was him. Um, but weirdly, because of the cement, his body was significantly, like... I don't want I said it was significantly decomposed but it wasn't that that bad like the cement had kept him pretty intact so they found his mustache preserved still
1: and that's not right it should have disintegrated by then yeah but
0: the cement he was buried in like cement because he didn't want people like taking his body parts
1: body farm we need your help
0: <laughs> uh, and his and
1: his suit was actually
0: remarkably in still very good shape like the suit he wore the day he died oh my god but they figured out it was still him and he did not fake his own death and oh, okay. he is actually dead
1: <laughs> okay so i have i have two things here uh one of them is from rarenewspapers.com and it says HH Holmes first US serial killer the case was notorious in its time and received wide publicity via a series of articles in William Randolph Hearst's newspapers. Whee! Fun fact that I also came across while Googling this, and I do not know why this fucking came up, but I'm going to tell you because I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, according to Meet the Markles, a new television documentary produced for England's Channel 4, the former suit star has a distant relation to H.H. H. Holmes, so Meghan Markle is supposedly related to H.H. Holmes.
0: <laughs> Are you joking?
1: <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's no! A- the <laughs> Duchess of It is literally an article <laughs> up with Meghan Markle is related to H. And that mustache—they found it. They found his mustache. <laughs> they found his
0: mustache. <laughs> um. <I> so, <laughs> so you all know this is the very last thing I have. I know we're like in an hour and thirty minutes, and I told you this could have probably been a three-parter There's if I had tried. Kind of. <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to talk about this guy anymore. <laughs> um. So this suspected two hundred victims. This is probably because of a rumor that started in a nineteen forties pulp magazine that um, his that like fifty of the people that had gone missing
1: yeah. at the World's Fair were traced
0: back to homes, but he didn't keep any records, he- and there are no there there's no definitive uh, evidence that. Anybody other than these people that I have mentioned in this episode were murdered.
1: Well, it's like you can't trace them back. The most you can do is put them in the same area. Yeah. Like I said, the rumor gained traction
0: because of all the missing persons cases that came up during the World's Fair. And the, and the, sensationali- the sensationalization. Oh, my God. That was a very <laughs> difficult word. Um, from the media about his murder castle. Is that a word? I'm I don't sorry. know. Maybe it's not sensationalization. Sensationalization. It's my word now. Google. <laughs> um, we know for a fact that he did indeed murder at least nine people, which what which were, um, Julia and Pearl Connor, Emmeline Segrand, Minnie and Nanny Williams, mm-hmm. Benjamin Peitzel, and Nellie, Alice, and Howard Peitzel. Yeah, at least we know that he murdered nine people. Um, but it is possible, I guess, that he murdered more people. But we—I believe he
1: murdered more. I'd believe it.
0: But the only ones we can. There's no, like I don't, and, even, and even then, we can't definitively definitively prove anything. Oh no, Julia Connors case, we can't. Emmeline Sagrand, we can't. No. The Williams sisters, we can't. The only ones that we can know for sure were Pearl, yeah, because they found the 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 bones of a very young child, yeah, and the kids, uh, Benjamin Peitzel, and Nellie. Allison Howard
1: I was gonna say at the at the very least he definitely murdered those nine people I would say I'd believe there's more just it's possible that there's because more. of who he is and all the people that went missing around him I think there's probably more that we just unfortunately can't prove
0: well there was a bunch of people that went missing when he was young he gave that kid the wrong medicine in the very first episode yeah. and he died who knows if that was intentional or not intentional yeah like there's so many things that Holmes could have done that we're we're never ever gonna know for sure
1: if he did it. It's going to be one giant question mark for the rest but of our lives. But for
0: sure we know until for the most part that he killed nine people
1: until we invent time travel. Until like we
0: can go back and talk to him <laughs> and talk to like and talk to Julia Connor and be like, "Do not leave Ned. Do not leave Ned." <laughs> <laughs> Don't Davis. I am from the future, and not, you're going to die. Do
1: not marry H.H. H. Holmes. He is not H.H. H. Holmes. He's not H. J. Holmes.
0: He's <laughs> Herman Webster Mudgett. is last name is I loved, budget. I'm sorry, I loved that he was sentenced under his original name. I loved it. I think that's perfect. I don't know why, but like they were like, they sentenced him as Herman Webster Mudgett. Well, and I was like, yeah,
1: legally, fuck you. Legally, <laughs> that's his name. He never officially changed it no he was never H. H. holmes he was never whatever the fuck else he used harry gordon h.m yeah. howard
0: he was there never were th- any of those I, people i can't even tell you i didn't even write them all down there were at least 20 aliases are you serious mm-hmm. oh my god rather written whether written or like verbally said
1: oh my god I wouldn't be able to keep track i'm telling you this guy's a fucking asshole listen i can't even keep track of my own name the second like i go anywhere you get a drink in me i would fucking be saying my own wrong name i'd be like i'd be like
0: i'm herman webster mudgett oh uh, yes i'm herman
1: nice to meet you wait sorry my bad Fuck. no yep that's fucking nuts he's a piece of shit he is a piece of shit and he's an asshole i'm done with him yay I can't believe he confessed though to all of those murders, and he was never. But he can okay. But
0: here's the thing: he confessed to th- he can he confessed to 27 murders, but five of those people were found alive. So how can you? W- how can you believe
1: anything? How that How can out you of believe that anything that comes out of his fucking mouth? You can't. You literally can't. It's fucking absurd. People are like, uh, but I found this. These people. Alive. So. Yeah, totally killed this guy, and, he like and then he's the like about he's to like, be hanged,
0: be hanged by the neck until you are dead, and he goes back on it. He's like, I didn't kill anybody. This is all fake. Like, okay, so what do you actually to have believe? dead
1: bodies that we know you killed? So it's like, he's like, what am I
0: supposed to believe? You're, you're like, like uh.
1: stuck in this in between of like, did he kill? just these nine people or did he kill 200 and people are like oh he gassed people to death and then like
0: took off all their skin and sewed their skeletons and da da and i'm like, There's like no proof. he literally was just like a- as far as we can tell according to his pathology excuse me he only killed when the person had become basically a minor inconvenience to him yeah So why would he just murder random people out of the blue? But there are also these instances in his childhood where it seems like maybe he did kill people out of, like, just, like, wanting to kill people. So it's
1: like you can't determine what is real and what is not. Especially because if he was also making money off selling their skeletons. He probably didn't even give a shit. He He was just like, I just want this money. I was going to say he could have, like, You know, woke up one day and been like, fuck, I'm low on funds. And went and just murdered somebody for their freaking skeleton. You don't know. We will literally never know. Yeah. But at this point, based on what we have... He he killed killed nine nine people. people. He may have killed more. We'll never know. But upwards of 200? I don't think 200 is... I think there's where a lot of people that went missing
0: during during the World's Fair. And that probably... Not even close to that many people. Like, I do think that there possibly were more victims. I completely agree with that. But do I think that there were 200 people?
1: Do I think, they were th- do I think it was the work of A.J. Holmes? No. no. Not all of them. It's Definitely possible. Not. Who knows? It was the freaking late 1800s. It could have been another serial killer that we don't even know about.
0: Right, exactly. And they didn't have forensic science to be able
1: to do what they can do today. Exactly. Uh, so there are so many open-ended questions there that it's like to speculate it's it's too hard to speculate
0: yeah you can't honestly guys if you want to listen to his
1: cockamamie bullshit
0: (laughs) go ahead i will have it listed in my show notes (laughs) it's crap it's not even
1: real i remember finding that book on audible and i was like you should listen to this one and then you came to me like a week later and you were like this book is bullshit
0: well it's (laughs) written by him and he just just lies he just (laughs) lies and he's like, I sent Howard with Minnie Williams. And you know Millie, Minnie Williams is dead. Yeah. You know she's dead. She's fucking gone. And, and he keeps talking about this other person. Honestly, I'm sorry, guys. I can't remember this other person's name because he's fabricated. He's not real. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I sent Minnie off with this man and Howard. And, and it's like this person, is, like is they can't even verify this person is real. He just makes up some fucking random name. And it's like Minnie is with. Is with this guy. And so is Howard. Yeah. And this is where I left them. And this is where I think they were the last time I saw. It. And it's like, this is bullshit. You killed him. <laughs> they found his body. I mean, later. I mean, obviously we know now that they found his body. When he wrote the confession, they hadn't found it. Or yeah. like, maybe like, I I mean, just, they had just found it. And he was trying to like, garner public sympathy and be like, no, 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 no. It wasn't me. But like. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, we're done now. Yes, we are. I'm done on my rant. This guy's fucking bullshit. H. H.
1: Holmes was just an ass.
0: <laughs> that, I mean, what did <laughs> I say at the beginning? It's funny. You said it, and I
1: was like, oh, okay. All right. I didn't know, like, and the funny thing is, I've heard about H. J. Holmes a million times, but nobody's ever, like, I've never heard a deep dive of his life. And now. He's that an I'm, ass. Now I've heard of his deep dive. But he's an ass. <laughs>
0: He's a manipulative ass. H.H. H. Holmes is an
1: asshole.
0: He's probably like floating around in Ghost World being like, Who said I'm an
1: asshole? No wonder our fucking lights are flickering. We're calling H.H. H. Holmes an He's asshole. He's like, Ooh,
0: call me an asshole again. I dare you. I'm
1: going to turn your lights off, bitch. Anyway,
0: <laughs> turn your lights
1: off, bitch.
0: Anyway, we finished our whole bottle of wine. Very proud of us. I finished it. Like-
1: Minutes ago. And anyway, so- Nicole, where can they find us? I have my handy dandy list right here. <gasps> ah! So, the first and most important place you should find us is Patreon. <gasps> yes, if you feel so inclined, please. slash Buzzkillers Podcast. Butt Kiss Buzzkillers Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I said butt killers. <laughs> What did you butt killers podcast? <laughs> we are the butt killers. <laughs> we, we kill butts because we're sexy. But what? <laughs> but if you go over to <laughs> Lord. We're a mess. Uh, anyway, if you go over to patreon.com, you can subscribe either one or two dollars a month. We are cheap dates. Yes. We you are. can subscribe to our exclusive channel. We are working on getting content for you right now. It is still kind of in the early stages. So yes, it's a little slow. We apologize for that at the moment. But we have an exclusive coming for December. We have some pictures coming from our trip that we took in October that will be exclusive to Patreon. Um, And we have lots of fun things. If you sign up for Tier 2, we will send you a thank you card and bus killer stickers and all that fun jazz we promise you it's worth it all of the money goes to bettering this podcast for your earballs <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> if you would yes. like to find us on social media we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Buzzkillers Podcast. Buzzkillers Podcast. We are on Twitter at Buzzkillers Pod. Buzzkillers Pod. And if you hop over to YouTube and go into your handy-dandy search bar and type Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. <laughs> when that pops up, please hit that subscribe button when we get enough subscribers. We will be able to make our own URL.
0: And it will not be hard to find us anymore.
1: Exactly. Um, if you were interested in listening... <laughs> I mean, you kind of already are, but if you would like to find us <laughs> elsewhere, we are
0: someplace easier. That's for, for your earballs.
1: <laughs> we are everywhere that you can find your podcasts. Literally everywhere. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music slash Audible. We are on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and our host, Platypus Podbean. Yes. Um, and if you would like, we also have our very own website, buzzkillerspodcast.com. <laughs> and <laughs> when you head over there you can read a little bit about macy and i you can check out all of the wines we have tried yes. we have pictures of the bottles and descriptions um we have a handy dandy listening section we do that is the second time i've said handy dandy in the last five minutes i, like, I like it apologize. i apologize. guys um <laughs> no, no no i like it But you can listen to us straight from our website. So if you would like, you can check that out there. Or if you want, you can even check out our contact page and you can shoot us a message of any kind. It can be case recommendations, monthly topic recommendations. It can be your own personal story. It can be, you know, some kind criticism. (laughs) It can be maybe something we missed. Yeah. If you have if you have some knowledge about a case that we didn't have, please share it. We would love to hear it just remember we are all human beings and be we nice. will do an addendum we, we will. will we
0: will put it back if you're up like with an addendum. nah
1: girl like this happened instead we'll be like oh shoot and then we'll correct ourselves Thanks. you gotta be kind about it though because if you're mean i'm gonna delete your email and not feel bad about it <laughs> <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> <laughs> nicole telling it how it is <laughs> <laughs> um. or if you would like you can simply just shoot us an email directly we are buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you guys we yes. have we know we have you listeners out there we are so close guys we are almost at ten thousand downloads <laughs> we just hit nine thousand. i know we announced it on instagram i think i went on the other day and we're like already at ninety three hundred. We, like, flew up. I was like, what is happening right now? We are so close to 10,000. We can't thank you guys enough for listening to us and just giving us your support. It means the world to us.
0: We love that you listen. We love that you, like, come back and want to hear us talk every week. Uh, Yeah. Cause Cause sometimes we're like, do I want to hear myself talk every
1: week? <laughs> no. This is difficult. Do people actually like this? You
0: like us. You really like I us. Like us.
1: Um, but y'all make it worth it for
0: us. And we're just excited to grow this podcast and yes. make it even better for your earballs. I'm never ever gonna stop saying that now. <laughs> <And> You're
1: welcome. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. We and have lots coming up planned. Um, I know we have a short week in December. Short week. Short month in December for Christmas. The holidays. Um, we will be back in January. It is my birthday month. Yay! And we already have that month planned. I am so excited about the, what we're going to be talking about. I almost just said it because I'm Don't a moron. Say. I was like, blah, 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 And I was like, that's not. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell them. But we are going to be you know doing a lot of hard work for you guys
0: yes we love this podcast this is like my favorite part of the week is doing this and
1: it's such a good outlet yes it's such a
0: good it's a great outlet to get out all my creepiness (laughs) get all my creepiness out
1: my husband's probably like great I can't hide in dark corners and talk about murder at work they think I'm weird no I think they think you're
0: funny (laughs)
1: they're like oh happy podcasting they say that like all the time oh they do they do actually it's kind of funny (laughs) no one really
0: knows that about your coworkers too (laughs) but mine don't (laughs) anyway guys we love you so much keep listening keep um tuned to our social media for that topic announcement that will come out next week um like we said december's gonna be a little bit shorter but be ready because January we're going to come at you with a ton of stuff um, but like we said we think that everybody should get a break for Christmas and Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. we just hope that you enjoy your time with your families exactly. um, and have a great holiday season hell yeah okay don't be a buzzkill we love you bye, bye. This episode is brought to you by BK Creations,
1: LLC.